Acts 3, 1 through 10. One day, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer, at three in the afternoon. Now a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from, from those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, Look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, Silver or gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same same man who, who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what happened, what had happened to him. You may be seated. What is the miracle that God performs? Uh, a, key, a key verse to open the entire book of Acts is Acts 1.8. This is a well-known passage, right? Uh, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem. It starts from Jerusalem, and in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. This is the key verse to like, open up the entire book of Book of Acts. As Jesus promised, Holy Spirit came upon them on the day of Pentecost, right? And they began to see the wonders, signs, and, and uh, they boldly preach the, the Jesus Christ, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That, that was their message. They preached about the crucifixion and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And many people came to know the Christ. 3,000 people got baptized. I mean, can you imagine that 3,000 people came to know the Lord? And they devote, devoted themselves in apostle teaching and fellowshipping and worshiping and they experienced the presence of God. That's the, what I cover from chap, chapter 1 and one and uh, 2. And from chapter 3 to chapter 7, this gospel is you know, like focusing on the Jerusalem and spreading to the entire world. And today's text uh, we see the miracle took place in the city of Jerusalem. See, Jerusalem is an important city. From that, you know, the gospel is spreading to the other parts of the world. And there was a lame person. He was about, uh, about 40-something. That's how the book of Acts chapter 4 indicates him, about age 40-something. He uh, was a cripple uh, from the bird. And he began to walk, he began to jump, he began to praise God. That's the miracle that took place in the city of Jerusalem. Uh, I want to talk about miracle today. Miracle that God performed 2,000 years ago and miracle that God is performing even today. Do you believe in miracle? I do believe in miracle. You, you do believe in miracle. Like God still performs a miracle. And what is a miracle? I want to, I want to uh, share a few things. Um, the miracle is that you experience beyond your expectation. That is a miracle. What I expect, you know, what I get, that's not a miracle. Miracle is something that you expect beyond your expectation. Let's look at the verse again. One day Peter and John were going to the temple at the time of prayer at three in the afternoon. Now the man crippled from the bird was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful where he was put every day to beg from, the, from those going into the temple court. According to historian named uh, Flavius Josephus, he actually saw the temple. 
It was 75 feet high, uh, copper uh, cover, uh, copper made cover with gold and silvers. It was so beautiful. That's why people named the gate Beautiful Gate. Do you see the contrast? I mean, these beggars sitting on front of the, the gate is begging every day at front of the beautiful gate. Why the location? Why did he choose the location? Because it was prime location. It's all about location, right? I mean, this is the place where people are passing by. This is a good location. Uh, according to the Levi, Jews, the three pillars of Jews' faith is Torah, that's the word of God, the Pentateuch, the five book of the Moses, and worship. And third one is the charity. They show kindness to others. So, you know, there were religious people, right? They were passing by this temple gates and they saw this guy, the beggar. So that was the prime location. Just like any other day, he sat down and Peter and, 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 and John was passing by. Yeah, when he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them the money. Just like any other day. You know, he asked for the money. And this is how Peter responded. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Nobody asked to look at us. I mean, you know, like living in Los Angeles, we meet, encounter many homeless, right? When you give, hand, hand them over uh, like dollar bill or coins, do you ever say, hey, look at me. I want a dollar, okay, look at me, look at me. You don't do that, right? You try to not engage the eye contact, right? At least I do. I don't really, you know. But Peter said, hey, look at me, look at me. So this guy probably Wait a minute, I never heard someone say, look at me, look at us. So maybe he expects something from them. Maybe he's going to give me a silver coin today. Maybe a big amount of money so I, can, I don't have to come back here, you know, like a whole month. But this is what Peter said. Peter said, I don't have any money. Silver or gold I do not have. Are you trying to mocking me? I tried to like make fun of me. Like, what, you don't have any money? I'm sure he probably responded that way. But Peter said, but what I have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ Nazareth, walk. And he pulled him and he began to walk. That's the, that's the story of the you know, passage that we read. Think about this lame person. He, he was crippled from the birth. Imagine that. And he was 40-some years old. You know, that, lifespan was that, that long back in those days, right? So his entire life, he lived as a crippled person, disabled person, disabled man. It is not easy to have disability even today, right? But back in those days, people consider having a disability is curse from God.
Maybe he committed awful sin in the mother's womb. That's why he was born as a creeper person. That's how people perceived. Or it was awful sin of their parents. That's why when you look at the book of John, chapter 9, who, you know, one of the disciples asked Jesus, whose fault is this? This blind person born as a blind person. Is it his fault or is it his parents' fault? So that's, the, that's how they understood. And he had to depend on someone, right? Someone has to pick him up. Someone has to drop him off. If somebody forgot to pick him up from the, the temple gate, he has to probably spend overnight, you know, the, all night. I mean, he was helpless. Who was someone who dropped him off and picked him up? Was it one of his family members? Or somebody using him to make money? Who knows, right? He was simply helpless. But let me ask this question. Can you identify yourself with this crippled person? I do. I do. We all were born in sin. We're all sinners. And Jesus visited us while we were still sinners. Christ died for us. He visited us. He restored us. Just like Peter and John. I was having a, uh, I want to show you this thing. The dumpling soup, this manduko. My wife made it. I enjoyed that so much. And she was like making that, like, I think, two times in a row. I enjoyed so much, she made it again. Side dish was this. Yellow radish and uh, kimchi radish. The spiritual inspiration came to my mind. Radish is radish. Isn't it profound? I mean, can you say amen to that? Radish is radish. There was a famous Buddhist monk. He once said, uh, mountain is mountain. Water is water. People say, wow, that's profound, man. Wow, what is, that is great. People were like, I didn't really get that, but you know, I think I can add that. Water is water, and mountain is mountain. Radish is radish. Even if the yellow radish thing, she is a fancier than kimchi radish, she dressed up like yellow, you know, beautiful color, right? My goodness, I'm so beautiful. I'm yellow. <laughs> radish is radish, right? What I'm trying to say is sinners are sinners. Beggars are beggars. We are all sinners. We are all sinners. Without God to visit us, there's no way we can be saved ourselves. Did you expect that Christ visited into your life? I didn't. I didn't expect that. That's what I call miracle. But I was still sinners. We were still sinners. Christ died for us. He invited us. He visited us. That's why you and I, we are miracles. Second point I want to share is the miracle is that you begin to proclaim the name of Jesus Christ. Peter and John, they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak you know, boldly about Jesus Christ. They became so loving and powerful, powerful apostle. John was a loving person. Did you know that? He wasn't a loving person. When we, you know, like, portray uh, John, we, you know, we always think John is like soft and loving guy, but he wasn't. 
You know, he had a nickname called uh, Son of Thunder. Once disciples, they wanted to go to some place through the Samaria, and there was opposition. Samaria were like, hey, we don't want you guys. And you know what John said? Jesus, should he send the thunder to kill all of them? Jesus said, John, are you out of your mind? Are you crazy? Don't do that. You know, I mean, Bible didn't say that, but in a paraphrase, I paraphrase that, right? I mean, that's what he, John, calm down, man, don't. He was like, he wasn't, he was like, he was son of thunder. Peter denied Jesus three times because of fear. Now you see the bold people, right? Bold apostles, right? What happened to them? They began to claim the name of Jesus Christ. When the Holy Spirit came upon them, they began to claim the name of Jesus Christ. Verse 4, Peter looked straight at him as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. This means in Greek, looking at him with affection. Before they received the Holy Spirit, they didn't even aware that there was a guy like that in the front, front gate. I'm sure they've been passing by the you know, gate many times. But they didn't even aware there was a guy sitting there. But they look at him. They began to see through the lens of Jesus Christ. That's what happened. That's the miracle. When Christ come upon us, we begin to see things that we ought to see. We begin to see through the lens of Jesus Christ. That's why they became so loving and so powerful folks. When Jesus looked at the temple of Jerusalem, he wept over them. He had a compassion on the people. That's the vision that we need to have. When we are filled with the Holy Spirit, we begin to see people a different way. Before we were like judging them, criticize them, make fun of them. No, not anymore. Because Jesus doesn't make fun of people, right? Through the lens of Jesus Christ, we begin to see the people. That's the miracle. Verse 6, Peter says, Silver and gold I do not have, but I have I give to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Wow. Did he didn't have money? I mean, he, you know, he was an apostle. The church started and there were like 3,000 membership, mega church. I'm sure they have money. But that's not what they mean. What, what, what's, what's that, what's that mean? This expression means I'm no longer considered silver and gold as my primary value. I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I live, but Christ lives in me. I don't have that lifestyle anymore. The life that pursues silver and gold died with Christ, and I didn't have it anymore. But I have my primary value. That is the name of Jesus Christ. That's the, what Peter and John claimed. In Hebrew culture, the name means whole character, right? It is expression of without this, I couldn't live, but now I am free, and name of Jesus itself is more than enough. That's what that means. Name of Jesus is more than enough. That's, that's the, the profession of faith. Verse 7. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankle became strong. I, you know, I thought about this passage. What if I had faith, like, you know, like in the mission field? I see the crippled person right there. I claim in the name of Jesus Christ. Brilliant, wow. What if we didn't walk? <laughs> so embarrassed, right? Oh my goodness. Is it my fault? Is it because of my lack of faith? 
What do you think? Yeah, you think so? <laughs> of course, you know, it could be my lack of faith, right? But I think we should exercise our faith. Even this tiniest of our faith, you know, we should do it. This is my prayer. We have many, many of us, I mean, having, having us difficult times, you know, like challenges, like sicknesses, you know, like. You and I, I pray you and I can raise people up in the name of Jesus Christ. It's not because of our ability, but because of Jesus Christ, because he's, you know, he's almighty God, right? I want you and me to be his partner, to be used, to raise people up. Last point. The miracle is that you praise God with overwhelming joy. This guy, crippled person, he went into the temple and began to praise God. He couldn't get into the temple because he was crippled. They didn't allow him to get into the temple. But he now went to the temple and praised God. What's that mean? That means it wasn't simply physical restoration. It was spiritual restoration. He didn't get only physical heal, you know, but he was spiritually restored. Have you ever experienced spiritual restoration? Have you ever experienced spiritual restoration? If you did, you can be rejoiced. You can be joyful. That's the sign. Do you have joy in your heart? No matter what, no matter what circumstance is, you can be joyful. Even if you have cancer, you can be joyful. I remember when I first received the you know, gospel message during my high school year, I ran to the church. It was about 10 blocks away. I ran to the church because I didn't have a car. But I didn't want to walk. I want to go to church so bad. I want to go early and I want to prepare myself in praising God in prayer. I remember I was sitting down after running 10 blocks. Sweat is coming from, you know, like, I was hot. I was like, it was, you know, like, I was praying, you know, like, the joy was just there. Think about, you know, like, why I was so happy. I was so overjoyed. Because God took care of my past. I was only a high school kid. I wasn't a really bad person. <laughs> I was an ordinary kid. I played table tennis all the time. How much sin have I committed? But I knew God took away my sin. My past is gone. You know, if anyone is in, anyone is in Christ, his new creation, the old is gone. New has come. I hold on to that passage. Yes, do not look back your past. If you are in Christ Jesus right now, all that's gone. New has come. You know, that's the joy, right? We can be overjoyed because of the fact that we are in Christ. If you are in Christ, He took care of your past and present and future sins. Isn't that an awesome deal? Yes, it is. And the miracle happened all of a sudden. He didn't start to crawl and start to slowly walk and he began to walk and he began to jump. It didn't happen like that. He jumped. He began to walk. Think about this, 40-some years? Wow. Is it possible? That's the miracle, right? You don't have to go through beginner's course and you know, intermediate and advanced. You don't have to go that. I mean, go through all those things. Coming to Christ can happen all of a sudden. That's the miracle. I thought about this passage I was thinking about uh, in the passage here. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went to the, into the temple court and walking and jumping and praising God. Uh, this Isaiah passage here. Then 
wilder lamb, uh, lamb leap like a deer, and, and the mute tongue shout for joy, water will gush forth into the wilderness, streams in the desert. This, you know, when you look at this passage in Hebrews, original text, there was on the, on the day, on the day. On the day indicates the first coming of Messiah. When Messiah comes, this is what's going to happen. You can picture it, right? This synergy, right? Yes. When Christ is coming into our lives, we can be overjoyed. It's all about Him, Messiah. When you meet the Messiah, we will have freedom. We will live like a deer, shout for joy. This is true miracle. Meaning, you and I, we are miracles. I want to say that you and I, we are miracles because of Jesus Christ. As I conclude this message, today's text, you know, the, the, the miracle happened three o'clock afternoon, right? It was tr- Jewish tradition. They prayed three times a day, nine o'clock in the morning, noontime, and three o'clock afternoon. What I want to say is this. Miracle happens in our daily routine. Miracle happens in our daily Sunday service. That means miracle can happen today. Amen? Yeah, I've been praying uh, for today, today's service. Pray for miracle. That we may fully realize the love of God. That's a miracle. Maybe you didn't expect anything coming to church today. I hope and pray. It's not us. It is Him to honor you today. Touch you today. Speak to you today. His gentle God. As we, as I conclude this message, I, I want to spend time in prayer with you. Can you hold your, 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 put your, put your hands on your heart, like, maybe we can pray together. Simply uh, close your eyes and simply ask the Lord to touch your heart. Speak to your heart. Can you ask Jesus to come into your heart and fill your heart with His Spirit? When we offer the prayer in faith, God will hear us and He's going to empower us. I have no doubt He's going to empower us. Then we'll experience true miracle take place in our, our lives. Lord, touch us. Lord, empower us. Jesus, we invite you, Lord. We welcome you, Lord God. Holy Spirit, fill us up, Father God. Holy Spirit, fill us up, Lord. We don't want to live with fears. We don't want to live with unloving heart. Peter and John, they were not loving and powerful folks, but after they experienced Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit, they became so bold and they became so loving people. Lord, we want to be like them. Would you come, Father God, and empower us? Holy Spirit, would you empower us? Thank you for telling us that we are miracles, Lord God. Because of Jesus Christ, we are miracles. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen.